Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 318, and today we are so happy to bring a Disney Cruise Line. I was going to say trip report, but now I'm going to say ship report. Oh, that's clever. (laughs) And we are joined by our friend, your friend, Hannah Little with Creating Magic Vacations. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. First things first, we got to get this out of the way. If at any point anybody feels the urge to book some travel during our talk today, how can they reach you? Well, hello. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Um, If you (laughs) want to request a quote, you can do that by going to littlebitofdisney.com. And there is a form there that you can fill out. And if you want to you know, see any of my trip. I saved all his highlights on my Instagram and that is at a little bit of Disney underscore. So we have that quote linked down in the show, show notes for you. Easy to find and easy to go over there and connect with Hannah. So a trip report. I think these might be my favorite types of episodes, but this one, especially watching through your stories, I, I don't think I've ever been more jealous in my entire life. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times we would just like go back and forth, whether we were like, we're texting or I remember like coming home from school one day, Brennan's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm watching Hannah's stories. <laughs> I have to pretend awesome. like I'm on this cruise ship with Hannah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here it for. It was a thing. <laughs> and I know there were many internet friends out there like sharing your posts and wishing you such a magical time. And I'm sorry, we just couldn't bring ourselves to do it. It just... <laughs> I knew it wouldn't be genuine if I said it, so I just avoided it. I appreciate the honesty. (laughs) Now that you're back, got to digest and you got to let all of us know since cruising is just a relatively new thing returning. Just uh, I guess early summer was when they first started doing it. Mm -hmm. So you're one of the first people to go on them. And so we got to get all the details there. Yes. Well, so let's start with. What ship did you get to go on and what did your itinerary look like? So it was a four night, technically Bahamas cruise that did not go to the Bahamas. Um, So I was on the Disney dream and originally it was supposed to be one day at Castaway Key and one day at Nassau. Um, But before Disney changed their rules for everyone to be vaccinated, the Bahamas said, if you are cruising here, if you're coming here, you have to be fully vaccinated. So Disney said, okay, not going to Bahamas for right now. Um, so we ended up having two days at Castaway Key, which is what I would prefer anyways, other than going to Nassau because Nassau is not super fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what do you do in Nassau? I The only thing I ever remember doing in Nassau is going to Senior Frogs. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's pretty much it. There, I think there's a Margaritaville went- out there too. You can you can go to Atlantis. I was gonna say I went to Atlantis once, not to do any of the fun stuff. I just walked around. Yeah, that was it. You should have went to Senior Frogs, which I was under eighteen, and I probably saw things that I should not have been (laughs) seeing. Things that scarred you for life. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have like a really fun excursion planned for that day, it's not a good place to get off the boat for sure. Is that where you can go swim with the pigs on the beach, though? That yes, Barbados. that is. That's in the Bahamas and ex- Exumas. I think that's how you say it. Oh, okay. So are you saying that's on your bucket list, Brendan? You want to swim with the pigs? You know, I bet it's one of those things that it's super, super cool in theory. But then once you get there, pigs are smelly and mean. <laughs> no, Aren't they I think mean? they're nice pigs. If you're on the beach all day, <laughs> you'd have to be nice. And they get unless you have a bunch of tourists like poking you or something. (laughs) Well, maybe one day we'll go swim with the pigs. You should in the Bahamas. Oh my gosh! So you said the Disney Dream, and so I'm assuming this left out of Cape Canaveral. Yeah, Port Canaveral. 
We actually had a debate on this beforehand. It was quite lengthy and a little ridiculous. <laughs> What's the difference between Cape Canaveral and Port Canaveral? I guess Port Canaveral is just where the ships are actually located, but it's within Cape Canaveral. That's a really good question. But yeah, that's that's what I would assume. <laughs> and then we said, well, what if it's called Cape Port Canaveral? <laughs> <laughs> just combine all of them. <laughs> yeah. So I know you. your plan was you flew into Orlando, what was it, a day or two early, and you went to the parks for a little bit before traveling east out to the coast. So I actually flew in that morning um, of the ship leaving. I think I flew in at like 10 a.m. I got to Orlando, um, but my flight was actually delayed. So I was supposed to get there much earlier. So we had plans to go to Disney Springs and hang out, but we only had enough time to go to Disney Springs and like run to Gideon's and get cookies and then leave. (laughs) And then (laughs) I flew out um, the same day that we got back, but I did go to Magic Kingdom for a few hours. So that was quite the busy travel day. Well, what a... uh that sounds like the perfect epitome of why it's good that you now have an annual pass because you yep. probably wouldn't have bought a day ticket. Or oh, for that, sure. But. Yeah, I would have been hanging out at the airport by myself all day. <laughs> Oof, and that is a no. So yeah. to get out to Port Canaveral, did you take the Magical Express or find your own transportation? So I was going to take the Disney Cruise Line transfer, um, but my friend ended up wanting to go to Disney Springs super early. So she came and picked me up and we drove to the port. Okay. So that's nice. So parking, because isn't it a new, like, I guess they call them terminals. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was it new? Like, how was it to park and do all that stuff once you got there? So each cruise line kind of has their own terminal and this was my first disney cruise ever so i've never like had the parking experience with disney um but it was super easy you just pulled up parked they took your luggage for you um and then they told you the next place to go which was a parking garage and i'll go ahead and start talking about all the covid stuff but basically you pulled into the parking garage in a spot and this person came up with like COVID tests. And I was very concerned about this just because I've only had one COVID test and I swear the lady didn't do it right. Like she didn't go up into my brain. So I figured, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think you did this right. Um, So I just thought, you know, the second time around, I won't get so lucky, but they let you do it yourself. They told you exactly what to do. And the paper said don't stick it more than half an inch into your nose so i'm like oh that's not so bad so we did the covid test super easy and then they just tell you okay go park wherever you want in the parking garage and you should get like an email or text in about 45 minutes to an hour telling you you're clear to board or um it's inconclusive and you need to do it again or you have covid and you need to go home which would be the worst possible case scenario Um, but it took about, I timed it. I think it was like 36 minutes. So not too terribly long. And we were cleared aboard and that was it. So it was really, really easy. So did you have to show your vaccination card at any point during that? Or did you upload it beforehand? So we had to upload it beforehand. Disney's working with this company called Safe Passage and Inspire Diagnostics, Diagnostics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, however you say that word. So yeah, everything has to be uploaded beforehand. And then you do have to have your vaccination card with you just in case they need it for some reason. Do you remember around what time you were able to finally get onto the ship and, and start exploring? So another thing I meant to mention is when you do online check-in, they are giving you a very specific port arrival time just to help with keeping capacity low with all of that going on. So ours was one to one thirty. I think we got there at one twenty five. Um, I think we were on the ship by two thirty. That sounds right. So yeah, it was very quick and easy process just with everything that went along with it. You know, if there's one thing that's positive to come out of the pandemic, I feel like it could be that the cruise ships <laughs> <laughs> 
learn a better boarding process because that's honestly the most anxiety inducing process anytime you go on a cruise i feel like yeah so many lines so much waiting yeah i'm definitely pro having your own boarding time and based off of everything that you told us that you got done that day i am so impressed like landing in orlando disney springs <laughs> Gideon's cookie on the boat by like 2 30 yeah oh my gosh it was a crazy day <laughs> <laughs> and I I left my house that morning at, I believe, 4 a.m. So it was a very long day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so what kind of stateroom did you have? And then how long did it take for your stateroom to be ready? So we stayed in a veranda room. It was beautiful. Definitely the biggest stateroom I've stayed in on a cruise line before. Uh, the bathrooms are definitely the best part because they Disney Cruise Line has a split bath. So there's one room that has an actual like shower with a tub. So if you've been on another cruise line, you know you're like basically in a like teleportation tube to take a shower. <laughs> and it's so like claustrophobic. But it's a real shower with a bathtub and it has a sink. And then there's another separate bathroom that has a sink and the toilet. So it's like awesome, so much space. So um, once you get on the ship, I think they have about 10 parties at a time and you have a little sticker that you stand on and then they do like the welcome party just for 10 parties parties at a time. So that was really fun and nice and spread out. Everything felt really organized. So immediately after that party, I was like, let's just go see where our room is. And our luggage was already there, which is like, that has never happened on a cruise. Um, so we were able to like unpack and check out the room. So that was super fast. So you've mentioned that you've been on other cruises. Which other cruise lines have you been on? I have been on Carnival, um, I think maybe two times and Royal Caribbean three or four times. So we're going to have to circle back at the end to get the rating, I feel like. Oh, for sure. We've never done Royal Caribbean or Carnival. At least I haven't. I've done Royal Caribbean, but I was little. Okay. Yeah. Little, little. <laughs> yeah. <a> little, <laughs> <little>. <laughs> so then after you went to your stateroom, what was the next move? So I always like to kind of explore the ship and get a lay of the land on the first stage just so that we're not super lost for the rest of the trip because they can be very confusing. So we just wandered around and checked everything out and that was pretty much it. And then we had dinner. Ooh, okay. Yeah, this is this a good, is a good segue. <laughs> all right. So what I'm are... excited. You want to go ahead and knock out all of dining right now? Yeah, I want it all. All right. So <laughs> what are the restaurants on the Dream? And then what was your, I guess, rotation order? I guess that doesn't really matter. What yeah. what, what were the highlights? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there are three restaurants that are included in your dinners on the Disney Dream. There is Enchanted Garden, Royal Palace, and Animator's Palette. And that was the order that we had them in. Um, we did have Royal Palace two nights in a row. They were all fantastic. I mean, like, first of all, let me say, this is going to sound so dumb, but I didn't realize how Disney a Disney cruise is. Like, I just didn't think about how well-themed it was going to be. I told Clayton, I feel like it's more Disney than the parks almost. <laughs> like, it's just a lot. The restaurants were so well-themed. Um, Royal Palace, for example, was just beautiful and it had like an apple cinderella slipper aurora's crown and gosh what was the other thing now i can't think of it but it was like representing those four princesses and there were just like pieces of them throughout the restaurant and it was just so cool so um enchanted garden we were there the first night it's supposed to feel like you are eating inside a greenhouse and it definitely did um, we really liked it there. The best part was that the characters came out and like did a little dance, but Mickey and Minnie were there in their classic outfits. And I just haven't seen them in those in person in so long that I literally cried and sat there and cried. <laughs> 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 it was awesome. 
Um, so we really liked that one. All of them were awesome. Um, Royal Palace, the night that we ate there, they had a pianist and violinist playing live music together. And then the princesses all walked through one at a time. And whenever they walked through, they the musicians played their like theme songs. So you kind of like they're playing part of your world and you're like, oh, Ariel must be coming. So they walked through the dining room and waved to everybody. So that was really cool. And then we ate at Royal Palace again. The I guess that was the third night. And that was pirate night. So I believe on all itineraries with Disney Cruise Line, you're going to have a pirate night. So the menu was pirate themed. Our servers wore pirate costumes and they looked adorable. Um, And I think probably the only thing I didn't like about this trip was the pirate night. They had like pirates running through the dining room and it just felt like they were yelling and just very chaotic and weird (laughs) and out of place. (laughs) (laughs) But it was still a fun experience and um, good food, too. And then the last night we ate at Animator's Palette. That was 100% my favorite restaurant. It is just so well-themed. All of the chairs look like Mickey's pants, kind of like in the Vacation Fun Theater in Hollywood Studios. Um, And I don't want to, like, spoil anything, but the walls have screens and there are finding Nemo characters and you see them pop up every now and then and some magical stuff happens and it was really cool. And I was so surprised. So did you, are they still doing it where your servers follow you around to all the restaurants? Yes. So we had the same server and server assistant the whole time and they were absolutely wonderful. We loved them. And did you get a table for just the two of you or did you have to sit with random people? So that's another great thing about cruising right now with COVID is you're going to get your own table. You don't have to be worried about sitting with people you don't know if you're extremely introverted like me. Because <laughs> that happened to me and Clayton on our on our honeymoon cruise. We got sat with another couple who was on their honeymoon and it was like the most awkward time of my life. <laughs> So that's another reason I feel like to book a cruise right now. Oh, you know for that you're sure. You're going to get your own table yes. and everything, your own accommodations. Guaranteed. Maybe that'll stay forever. Like you said, Brennan, hopefully they learn some things and then you get to do it forever. Well, you know, when we booked the wish for next summer, I think because we changed our itinerary, I guess our travel agent knows that. It was <laughs> difficult. We changed our itinerary. So we have late dining now. Originally, in our original itinerary, we had early dining. Now we have late dining. But I went onto the chat and I said, I don't care what time we eat, just as long as we get the table <laughs> by ourselves. Like That's my number one priority. Excuse me. We are hermits. Please don't put us with others. They're going to think we're weirdos. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was super nice. And it's nice because they don't have as many tables in the restaurants right now. So you're farther away from people. So perfect for hermits like us. So I feel <laughs> like this might put you on the spot a little, but I have to ask. With all the food, did you have a favorite like appetizer, main course, and dessert from all of the sit-down restaurants? Oh, my gosh. Um, favorite appetizer was from Animator's Palette. They had a truffle um, cheese pasta dish that was delicious. And they also had a butternut squash soup that was also amazing. Um, gosh, favorite entree. All of them are so good. It's hard to pick. And I will say, I'm, I also am having a hard time because we literally every night ordered like four or five appetizers and shared them and did the same with dessert. So like we had basically everything. <laughs> now, if you don't do that, you're doing it wrong. Oh yeah. I would have been very disappointed if you didn't do that. For sure. And this was, this was my friend that I took with me. This was her first ever cruise, like ever. So I'm oh, like, wow, she's ruined. I know you're ruined <laughs> for any other cruise. And I told her that I'm like, you can literally order as much as you want, like of anything. She was like, what? <laughs> so we did. We ordered everything. <laughs> so magical. It was. <laughs> so did I know you kind of planned this a little bit last minute. So you didn't go through like the normal planning process that guests would go through. 
Did you even try to get like a Palo brunch or anything like that? Or was it booked up or? So I did. I tried to get Palo brunch. That was the one thing I wanted, but we did book like a week in advance. It was very last minute. So there was no availability for that, but I did see that there was availability for Palo and Remy dinner. So if you are booking that close in advance, there was availability for that as well as like tons of, um, port adventures and, you know, like all the tastings they have on the ship. So, yeah. It's, uh, interesting. I was actually reading a Twitter thread the other day and the person was claiming and other people were affirming this. They said, Remy dinner is the best dinner service offered by Disney period. Like better than Victoria Alberts, better than California grill. Wow. Better than everything. Now I think it's, crazy expensive yeah but that's a bold statement to it, say that is. it is the best i know that and that's what that's what took me back too. is people are like oh yeah it's better than the victorian alberts and it's better in all these things and do like a wine pairing with it as well if you're into that kind of thing so we'll have to try that we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah after you just said how expensive it was <laughs> it's like oh yeah okay i didn't say a number well, you didn't know. You didn't say I number. Would, it's probably one of those things where, like, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> I can tell yeah, you how I, much it is. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, tell us, Hannah. Now I got to know. I believe it was, like, 150 per person. It's honestly not wow. as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's now, the, probably the wine pairing's probably, like, 40 or 60 more per person. But probably. if it's, like, the best meal you've ever had, like, in all of Disney, that's that's worth it. Yeah. Maybe I can be convinced. But they don't have a, a Remy on the Wish, do they? I don't think no. so. I think it got replaced by it's that all Beauty the new and the ones. Beast. Yeah. yeah. It's Enchanté. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to confuse me by doing Enchanté and then the Enchanted Fireworks. Like, I keep wanting to call the fireworks Enchanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Disney Enchantment. Enchanted Rose, Enchante. There's like a lot of enchanted things going on. <laughs> I guess it's just, I mean, I guess it's a synonym for magic. They use magic a lot of other places. Oh, too. and Enchanted That's Garden. True. I kept calling Enchanted Garden Enchanted Rose on the cruise. <laughs> not the same thing. Nice. So let's talk. No, ab- we're not done with food. Oh. I'm not done with food. <laughs> There's more food to talk about here. Okay. Always. You just want to hear about the free ice cream? Well, yeah, the free ice cream. I'm really interested in like the buffets and how that worked. Um, and then I saw you went to like the little candy store. I mean, I'm telling you all of it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> ice cream first. They have unlimited soft serve ice cream on the pool decks. And I've heard on other cruises that the flavors change. Ours did not. So we had chocolate and vanilla and you could swirl that. There was chocolate and blueberry. You could swirl that. And then strawberry, banana, and you could swirl that as well. Um, so that was super fun. A cast member did make the ice cream for you and then he wouldn't hand it to you. And it was literally, I say he, because it was one dude the whole time. This was all he did was made <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> um, he claimed it. So he said, this is my spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I make the ice cream. Um, so he would make it and then hand it, not hand it to you. He would put it in this little like ice cream tray and then you would grab it. So completely no touch. Um, so and were the there cones or was this no cone? Yes, cones. Involved. Yes, and he had on gloves too. Huh. I wonder if they always plan that or if like on one of those first ones, maybe the UK ones, they had a fumble of it trying to do a handoff. <laughs> maybe. And that's why they're like, we need like, a we're done. <laughs> Clean maybe. up on the pool deck. Yeah. George <laughs> dropped the ice cream again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the blueberry and chocolate was very, very good. I was surprised by that combination. Um, so yeah, that was fun. We did go to Vanellope's. So they have ice cream and gelato and two bakery cases and a ton of candy. So we went one day and I got an Oreo, like Mickey, it was supposed to be a cake pop, definitely not a cake pop. It was basically just an Oreo covered in chocolate, which I'm not complaining about. It was still good. And then I can't remember what my friend got. What did she get? 
maybe like a chocolate covered strawberry or something, but they had a ton of stuff. You can get ice cream sundaes in like Vanellope's little car. So that was adorable. And they just had like every sweet thing you can imagine. Um, And then Cabana's is like their buffet place where they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, It's operating as a buffet, except for the cast members make the food for you. So everyone's not touching everything as they go by. They also make you wash your hands before you go into Cabana's. Like they've built in hand washing stations. Um, Same with other venues. They ask you to sanitize your hands before you go in anywhere. But yeah, cast members make all your food for you. Um, Someone also makes your drinks. So it was lovely. Did you ever run into the situation where they put some on your plate and it wasn't enough and you had to ask for more? I was literally just thinking. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it was the opposite. Like they gave you a ton and then they're like, is that enough? And you're like, yes, (laughs) please don't give me any more than that. That's good. I you you can't have like skimpy portions. Not on a cruise. I feel like. Oh no. You have to eat a lot. Yeah. One morning at breakfast, I had like, you know, a, a regular breakfast platter, and this cruise had the best hash browns I have ever had in my life. And so I asked, "Can I just have another hash brown?" She's like, "You just want one hash brown?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "No, no, no. You need like." a Mickey waffle or something. So of course they brought me out like two hash browns, two Mickey waffles, a thing of fruit. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, all I wanted was a hash brown. <laughs> so yes, they make like sure going you to are grandma's well house. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grandma puts more on your plate. That's how my name is at least. It's yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> did you do any of the specialty coffees that they have in the little coffee shop or did you just drink the normal stuff? So we went to the coffee shop one time. Um, I only drink decaf coffee and they were able to make a decaf espresso drink. And they have the little ripples machine on board, which is at Joffrey's in Disney Springs. So you can get like, I mean, he had every Disney character you can think of. So I got Ariel on mine and my friend got Anna and they were delicious. Oh, that's fun. I love that. That's where we would spend a lot of time. I know. And we've never even done that. We've never used the fancy Ripple machine. Oh, my gosh. You've got to do it. Yeah, we're monsters. The one in Disney <laughs> Springs, I feel like every time I'm in there, they're very busy. And I would, I don't know. I just feel no. like I don't want to hold them up. They are not. <laughs> That's I feel like job, the one Brendan. time that I can think of it, it was, we were the only two people in there. Well, that was our opportunity, I guess. It was, and we missed it. Well, I mean... <laughs> Not forever. We'll go back and try it. You definitely should. But that's on our list. But yeah, y'all would have loved that coffee shop. It was so cute and so well-themed. And there are pictures of Walt everywhere. They also had a bar, of course. They also had a bakery case. It was awesome. I guess while we're on the topic, did you visit any of the bars or lounges on board? Yes. The only one... Well, we went in one called Meridian the first day. That's kind of where we sat as we left the port. Um, But it's just like on the opposite end of the ship. So we just completely forgot about it. Um, But the district is like the adults only area. So they have several bars. Um, We went to Pink, which is the champagne bar. That place was adorable. Um, There's another one called Pub 687. It's just like a typical pub. Um, and then the one that I really wanted to go to is called Skyline and every 15 minutes they have screens that look like windows and the view changes to a different famous skyline. And they also have a menu to reflect like where you are. So they have New York and you can get a New York drink and Paris and a Paris drink, but it's only open right now for tastings. So you can only go in there if you've booked like a whiskey tasting or tequila tasting. So that was slightly disappointing, but all the other lounges and bars were great. How, I guess, you know, I feel like that's one of the biggest talking points for Disney Cruise Line is that because they don't offer a drink package. And I don't know how uh, wild you were trying to get on this cruise, <laughs> but like, did you feel like, you know, did you 
enjoy yourself the normal amount that you would have or did you hold back because you did have to swipe the card every single time yeah well i was also with my friend who was like a little sister to me she's not 21 yet so i feel like that kind of reined me in a little bit um but i think if there was a drink package i definitely would have had like a glass of wine with dinner or you know, if we were just sitting somewhere for 15 minutes, maybe I would have gotten a beer. So I definitely did think about it. I will say, however, they make it very easy for you to not think about money because all they ask you for <laughs> is your stateroom number. Like you don't have to get out any form of payment. It's just stateroom number. And then if you want to tip them, you do it on your app. So you like really don't think about it at all. <laughs> It's like your magic band. It's just oh, exactly. Free <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since we've tapped a magic band. I know. To pay for something. <laughs> That's, I guess we have to go on a cruise. I you guess. do. Give, like, them the, give them the magic number. Yep. <laughs> Are you ready to move on from food now, Catherine? I feel like I'm satisfied. <laughs> yeah. All right. So entertainment. So character, shows, music. What all was on board and, you know, what was fun? Everything was fun. <laughs> so, Come on, Brendan. <laughs> that was easy. I feel like on your stories you saw Chippendale at least 47 times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think that we did. Uh, first of all, let's talk about characters. The characters were everywhere. I mean, like, literally everywhere. They were out on the pool decks. They were in the atrium. Um, we were playing trivia one time and many came in and acted like she was going to play trivia with us. So they were just everywhere all the time. Um, I don't think we waited like in line longer than like one or two people ahead of us for any character. Um, a lot of the time there were princesses that were just like standing there looking around because no one was talking to them. So I know people who have been on Disney cruises said that you know, that's just unheard of. Normally the line is like wrapping around the atrium and we just could walk right up. So it was amazing. That was actually the first time I've ever like met Chippendale. And I know people have always said they love meeting them. And I understand why now, because they are hilarious. We talked with them one day out on the pool deck for probably 10 minutes because no one was out there and they were just so funny and we had a tea party and they were playing with towels. And another great thing about the cruise is that the characters stay the same the whole time. So like Jasmine is the same Jasmine every single day. So when you're interacting with these characters, they remember you, especially now with everything that's such low capacity. Um, they remember you. They remember the interactions that you have with them. So that was really, really cool and special. And we did get um, a little note in our stateroom from chip and dale and their character attendant and that also made me cry <laughs> oh my god! it just it was like so sweet and so thoughtful that she went out of her way to do that and that they remembered us but that was awesome all the characters were great they wore pirate outfits on pirate night they had halloween costumes on halloween night so that was super fun oh no Catherine wants to say something <laughs> no i just got really excited because i remembered that there was a halloween night Oh, yes. This was technically a Halloween on the high seas cruise. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was great. Um, the shows that we got to see were Beauty and the Beast and Disney's Believe, which is like the classic special show on Disney Cruise Line. Um, Beauty and the Beast was like both shows were Broadway style, but it was based on the live action movie. So they had uh, puppets playing the characters very similar to Finding Nemo the musical, how they do that. Um, and you're not allowed to take any pictures or videos of anything. So it was awesome. It was a fantastic show. I think it was like an hour and a half long and it just like flew by. So that was great. And then um, Disney's Believe was awesome. They had like every character you can think of in that show. There was Jeannie, Mary Poppins, and Bert. Um, they had like all the chimney sweeps come out and dance to Seven Time. There was Peter Pan and he flew around the stage. I mean, it was like everybody. <laughs> um, so both of those shows were really, really cool. And then what was the other thing you asked about? Oh, like music. 
they had a live piano player. But the highlight was this boy, (laughs) this man, his name is Jordan Caswell. And I will give him a shout out because he is so incredibly (laughs) talented. And I am officially the only person in his fan club. (laughs) But he he's like, I think he said he's 21 years old and he plays violin by ear. So like you can basically ask him to play any song and like all of his sets were so casual. It's like, what do you guys want me to play next? And people will just shout out stuff. So he was super talented and we loved listening to him. I think we, he had like five sets a day and I think we went to like all of them. We did um, comment watching your stories like, man, Hannah really likes this violin I did. I did. I've, I'm just always very impressed by string instruments like that because I play guitar and piano and piano, like all the keys are laid out in front of you. You can see like what is what. And with guitar, you have frets. So you know like exactly where the notes are. But on violin, like how do you know where the notes are? It just blows my mind. <laughs> Ooh, this is a great question for our listeners who have listened to our Dapper Dan's episode. Uh, have you gotten a chance to listen to that one yet? No, I haven't. Okay, uh, here's the question. <laughs> oh, no. Did you, in elementary school, have to learn how to play the recorder? Yes. <laughs> it's universal. It is. Yeah. Did you have to buy your own recorder, or did you have, like, a class set? <laughs> I think I had to buy one. I did too. Catherine shared one with her <laughs> classmates. No, for some reason, and that's I why we have swear, COVID. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I just swear that they had some that they would like sanitize and stuff. But I just, for whatever reason, I don't remember having to buy one. We'll probably ask my mom and she'll be so mad at me for saying that I had to share. But I don't, I just feel like that was a thing. Why does everyone have to learn how to play recorder? <laughs> That's well, what we've been weird. trying to figure out. We got to the bottom of it, I think, is that <laughs> somebody who made that decision in the U.S. Department of Education had a very heavy investment in the recorder industry. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They're just profiting off of all the little third graders going to buy recorders. <laughs> but we had... A couple of listeners reach out. We had one listener say that she was a third grade teacher. And yes, her students right now are having to buy recorders. <laughs> so they're still doing it. And then that. <laughs> Kelsey, our other friend reached out and she said that she went to elementary school in Hawaii. She did not have to do it there. They learned like traditional Hawaiian dances and stuff, which is Ooh, amazing. That's wow. reason enough to move to Hawaii. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's way better. Alone. Forget the recorder. But then I think I think she said when she was like 10 is when they moved to the mainland. And then she had to buy the recorder. What she got here. So you go from traditional Hawaiian dances to playing. There's no escape from them from the recorder. You guys all just wait. Our next intro is going to be played on the recorder. Please. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm going to start taking it to the parks and that's going to be like my claim to fame. Oh my God. You're the recorder guy. guy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Too much. Uh, Okay. Are we ready to talk about Castaway Key? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, you played mini golf. How was that? I've never played mini golf on a cruise ship. We did. It was fun. We played during a weird time because they had taken most of the pieces off of the mini golf course and they were like repainting them. <laughs> so it wasn't closed, but I felt like it should have been closed <laughs> because there was <laughs> stuff like everywhere and people were painting and we had to skip a lot of the holes. So it was still fun. I think if it's like fully open, it would be a blast. <laughs> Good That's to know. Funny. So ask them beforehand, <laughs> yes. is this assembled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on the top deck? Is that where you play it? Yep. Was it super windy? It wasn't. We played when we were docked at Castaway Key, so it wasn't too bad. But how it's set up, it's really cute. They have, like, lines that tell you, like, exactly where to hit the ball and, like, hit it off of this, you know, whatever object, and it'll go into the hole. But so many of the objects were missing that you just kind of had to keep walking. (laughs) 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 <laughs> That's interesting. Oh. 
<laughs> I thought of one more thing. I just got really excited. <laughs> uh, the slide. Is it called the aqueduct? Oh, yeah. The aqueduct. It is so duck. much fun. Aqueduct. Yeah, I thought it was aqueduct. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, but it's aqueduct because it was built by Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They built it themselves, and it was so much fun. I'm really scared of tube slides. I'm just very claustrophobic and don't like being in enclosed spaces. Um, but it was so much fun because of very high wind during our trip. Uh, you had to have two people go on at one time. So it's like a two-person tube. So you just sit one in front of the other and you go like up and down and it, and it pushes you. It was really, really fun. I think we wrote it like maybe six or seven times. <laughs> We're going to end up booking a cruise. I know. I feel like that's pretty unheard of too, though, because I feel like that typically has very long lines. Yes. That's what everyone said. Make sure you ride it first thing in the morning. And we, you know, we had no issue. We never walked on by any means. We still waited at least like five minutes, but it was not bad at all. Oh, yeah. That's so great. Ready to book it? I know. We're we're very easy to persuade. I'm telling you, like, and not just because, like, I'm a travel agent. Like this was, this is a very, very good time to go on a cruise if you're comfortable with it. Cause I know normally in the past, if you've been on a cruise, if you want to have a seat at the pool deck, like you need to be up at 7 a.m., go out there, save your seat. And with this, like we got out there at noon and nobody was out there. I mean, there were just empty chairs everywhere. So it was a very, very unique experience for sure. So since we are about to talk about Castaway Key. You wanted to say K, didn't you? I It looks to me like it should be Castaway K. It it's is fine. It's spelled that way. <laughs> uh, did you have any days at sea? We did the first day. So there was like the day that we got there. The next day was the day at sea. So that was when we um, rode the aqueduct a million times and sat in the Mickey-shaped pool, and they played Disney movies up on the screen. They also did Disney trivia, so we literally just sat in the pool and watched movies and did trivia. That's the perfect vacation. It really was. It was so nice. Okay. The moment we've been waiting for. (laughs) I know that you now have to sign up for like a – not a boarding group, but like an unboarding group, right? To get yes. on to Castaway Oh, King. that's a great way to put it. Unboarding group. <laughs> <laughs> like an yes. unbirthday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think they let you get off the ship starting at 8.30. And I think the virtual queue became available at 7. We did not do that. We were not concerned. We just slept in, went to breakfast, and just signed up while we were there. And I think it, it said there were like 200 groups in front of us, but it took like 20 minutes. So it was very, very fast. And then once you're called, you can just go off whenever. Um, but you do have to have that boarding group to get off. And Castaway Key is beautiful. It was so adorable. It was cool to see things that, you know, you've seen in pictures for so long to see it in real life. Like, those little uh, painted rocks with the characters on them, that little um, snowman Olaf. So I dragged my friend around everywhere. I'm like, we have to find these things. <laughs> so did you guys head to the adult beach or hang out just on the normal beach or where'd you go? So we kind of wandered around for a while. I just kind of wanted to check some things out. So we did, I don't know what it was called, but it's just like one of the first areas when you walk in and they had this little area called, I believe, Pelican Point. I'm sorry if that's wrong, Um, but it's like basically a little tiny floating water park out in the water that you literally have to swim to. And they had two water slides. One was like an open air water slide. Another was a tube. They had one of those giant buckets that fills up with water and dumps water on you. So we did those slides. That was super fun. Um, I've never done anything where you have to like swim out to the slide. So we did that. And then from there, we took the tram to Serenity Bay. And I will say Serenity Bay was pretty packed. Once we got there, um, we walked like all the way to the end of the beach (laughs) to get a chair. And none of the 
bar people wanted to bring us drinks and I don't blame <laughs> them. <laughs> um, but I got really jealous of everyone floating on inner tubes. So I got us inner tubes and I think I got them so late in the day. They just gave them to me for free. They were like, yeah, just bring them back when you're done. So that was awesome. So we got to float in the water with our inner tubes. We saw some starfish. I saw a stingray. It was wow. so lovely. Oh, a real life stingray? Yeah. He wasn't even if like. If you were a stingray, wouldn't you live in Disney's private island? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I absolutely would. That would be my ideal destination. Yeah. Even like human Catherine wants to live there. So stingray <laughs> Catherine would definitely want to live there. If stingray Catherine had to choose between Castaway Key or Alani, which one? Ooh, Ooh that's would- a tough one. Maybe still Castaway Key. Okay. Key. Key. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a buzzer every time <laughs> Catherine says K. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was so pretty, and we so did you have said lunch you went there. there twice, right? Yep, we did, but we. <laughs> Y'all are going to hate me for this. We did not get <laughs> off the boat on the second day because we got so sunburnt <laughs> the first uh, day. Oh. It, it was so bad, you guys. I don't know what we were thinking, but we put on sunscreen before we even got off the boat. And then it was so hot. I I swear to you, it was hotter than Toy Story Land. Like, it was hotter than the surface <laughs> of the sun. And... I think we like just sweat off all the sunscreen before we even got into the sun. So yeah, we were on Castaway Key for like <laughs> two or three hours, didn't reapply sunscreen, went got back on the boat, went and sat at the pool for a couple hours. <laughs> so we got very burnt. So Have yeah. Have you recovered yet? <clears throat> yes, I'm I'm all good now. <laughs> oh, Lots of aloe. Yes. Oh my gosh. It we was pack so aloe bad. with us now when we travel. I will from now have on. That problem. <laughs> That's just the life of being married to a pale person, I guess, Catherine. Yep. Yeah. Pale people unite <laughs> with our aloe. <laughs> I, somehow, in living in Florida for, what is it, like 16 months now, I've only been really burned once. And it was not even anything cool. I was mowing the grass. <laughs> <laughs> with all the times was- you've gone to Disney, <laughs> you get burnt mowing the grass. Yeah. Yep. That was the only time that it was like a real issue. That is so funny. So thinking about Castaway Key. Yay! (laughs) uh, What kind of food was on the island? So they have, I think it's three barbecue restaurants. Um, They're all buffets, and the cast members did serve you the food just like on the boat. Um, you You did have to wear a mask when you're in there, even though all of it is outdoors, that was kind of strange to me. Um, I'm like, this just feels kind of overkill. Like all of us are vaccinated. All of us got COVID tested. Do we really need to wear masks outside? But it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's cookies one, cookies two. And then I think it's just called Serenity Bay maybe. Um, But the food was good. They had burgers, brisket, sandwiches, barbecue, hot dogs, just like a bunch of grilled food. Um, yeah, it was good. And they had soft serve too. Only Catherine would go to Castaway Key and eat hot dogs, but you probably perked up on that, didn't you? I mean, everyone loves a good hot dog when you're outside on the beach. I mean, it it's just kind of screams summertime. Yes. You're a smudging if you don't think so. I, What's that movie where they say like, makes me want... <laughs> Oh my god! Real, real bad. bad. <laughs> I don't. That's from Legally Blonde, right? I I know. Yeah. I can picture the woman because she was also in a Cinderella story. I knew you were yes. going to bring it back to a Cinderella story. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted a hot dog so bad, and my friend was like, "I'm going to judge you if we have all the food and you get a hot dog." So I didn't get one. I this would be a judgment free zone. You can <laughs> eat a hot dog whenever you want. All the 50th food just came out, and the Casey's Corner <laughs> hot dog was on my list of things with, to try. With the funnel cake on top? All Yeah, all the things. <laughs> they 
hyped it up to sound like Walt would eat it, so I'll eat it. That is yeah, true. That's how, anything that was like, you were like, really? This is a special item? They'd be like, Walt's favorite. It's like, yeah. I, <laughs> well, okay, dang it. he likes coffee and he likes chili. <laughs> Did y'all see those little cupcakes that have like the fried chicken on top of it? Yeah. I they think look, I skipped over that. They look hilarious. It's not actual fried chicken. I think it's just like icing. Yeah. They look adorable. <laughs> yeah, and peas uh, and carrots. <laughs> I saw someone say that the, the list is just like chaotic. And I feel like that's a good oh, way yes. to describe that food list. <laughs> it is. In yeah. like the best way possible. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Final thoughts? What were your top three highlights? Like the top three things, if we were to like get off our call together and go look at a Disney website, like what are the three things that were just outstanding? Oh my gosh, that's really tough. Um, I loved all the dining, but I think Animator's Palette was definitely one of my favorites. Just the theming was so cool like so well themed it's basically like a pixar restaurant is how i would describe it um there are bookshelves that have like um not statues but like the little clay people of like characters so there was like lightning mcqueen um mike and sully just like tons and tons of easter eggs in there um so i really really loved that i loved meeting chip and dale they were really fun and that was <laughs> a good memory for us. Um, and Brennan's going to love this, but honestly, the violin player was probably another favorite for me. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say, is he going to be on there for a long time? Like, was is this a, a long-term gig for him? So it seemed like everyone that I talked to, they are on a six-month contract right now, and they've already been on the boat for two months. So I assume he'd be on there for another four, but I follow him on Instagram, so I'd be happy to message him. <laughs> <laughs> we need the inside scoop. For Maybe, sure. Um, I guess if Clayton's listening to this, then if you ever do like a vow renewal or something, then you're going to have to get that violin player <laughs> oh to come gosh. play. <laughs> that is a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, all of it was fantastic. Oh, and I will say one more thing that was awesome. Um, we went and watched, they played Nightmare Before Christmas in the theater one morning. And it was really cool. They had special effects like fog and they had choreographed um, lights. It snowed at one point. There were bubbles. So that was really cool. But we got to meet Jack and Sally who were out before the movie and there was no line for them. And I'm like, what universe is this? Because back in the day and Halloween parties, you'd have to wait like three hours to meet them. So I yeah. felt I felt very starstruck by them. And they were fantastic. And I asked where Zero was. And they had his little gravestone right there. Jack is like, well, his corpse is right here. <laughs> it was yeah, we've awesome. we still never met them because at Halloween parties it's and Christmas parties, it's crazy. Yeah. People would line up before the party even started kind yeah. of thing. Oh, yeah. Like three and four o'clock, people would start. Yeah. Scouting yeah. out and lining up. And I had never met them either because of that. So that was awesome. And it, it didn't say that they were going to be there. It just said, get there early because there might be a special surprise. And it was them. <laughs> oh, nice. What a surprise. Um, I think you put it on your stories, but remind me, what were the movies that were playing in the theater? Was it Shang-Chi and Jungle Cruise? Or? Yes. Yeah. So those were like the main new movies that were out. Um, they were also playing Raya and then they were playing a ton of other stuff like Frozen. Um, gosh, what else did they play? I mean, like there was a movie playing at all times, but those were the new ones. That's pretty cool. Cause we've never seen Jungle Cruise. No, we still have relate to the party. We're bad fans. We are. It's really good. Y'all should see it. I was surprised. At this point, we're just gonna wait for that Disney Plus day for it to drop. Like good that's idea. basically what we decided is like if we've waited this long, we might as well just wait for it to be included <laughs> in our price. That yeah. is true. All right. So day. final question is are you completely spoiled now? Can you go on a Royal Caribbean or a Carnival cruise 
again? I don't see why I would. (laughs) I mean, honestly, (laughs) everything was so fantastic. I mean, just the cast members who worked there, like, I mean, you get really attached to these people when you see them every single day and they're like the only people that you know and you see. Um, But we loved them. Everyone was fantastic. The food was great. Entertainment was great. And if you're a Disney fan, it has everything that you need. So definitely at number one on my list, Royal Caribbean is second, Carnival's third, but probably lower down if I have been on other cruise lines. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I loved it. Here's, I guess, maybe a different way of asking this. You had four day a four day vacation to plan. At this point in time, would you plan a if the costs were equal? Would you do a four day cruise or a four day trip to Walt Disney World? Oh my gosh! I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> so, I will say this: just being a travel agent, all trips, all vacations you take kind of turn into work, just because. Honestly, it's something that I can sell. But I will say this cruise felt like the first like real vacation that I've taken in a, in a really long time. So, you know, Disney World can feel a lot like work because there's a lot of content that I need to get and a lot of stuff I need to do. But this was just like my only job was to have fun and relax. And it was wonderful. So if I'm going purely for like vacation, I'm going to say Disney Cruise. And I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> Wow. It's a big statement. It is. It is. Wow. It's reeling us in. <laughs> We're sold. Here we are. Boom. Let's book it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get an email from us at like 1230. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're ready Are to we book. Are we like reeling? Yeah, through everything. <laughs> no, it, it really was awesome. And I can't recommend enough. If you're comfortable with going right now, you are going to have a great experience because it's going to be so just personalized and individualized on you guys, you would love it. Well, and I get, I think you kind of answered in that way, but I think we'd be remiss because some listeners might, might be wondering, did you felt safe the entire time there? You didn't get put into any uncomfortable positions, I'm assuming. Yeah, it was fantastic. I think they're doing absolutely everything they can. And again, Everyone's vaccinated. Everyone's tested before you get on the boat. Um, You have to do sanitizer before you go into anywhere. Um, All the theaters were socially distanced. Everything was socially distanced. So, yeah, I felt super safe. I And I saw a report of someone breaking down. It's like in every way, like a cruise is safer than like going to Disney World right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right now. It's not saying that Disney World is unsafe. Yeah. It's just saying that like cruising is with its current setup with limited capacity and because you have to be vaccinated and you get tested and they make you wash your hands and all those things should be pretty safe. Oh yeah. It definitely feels like they are going above and beyond, but like in a good way. And you do have to wear a mask. I forgot to mention that masks have to be worn indoors at all times, unless you're actively eating or drinking. Good deal. It was like the perfect like spiel voice. Yeah, it's almost you like you maybe down. heard that over the <laughs> megaphone a couple times. Yeah, maybe a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts before we sign off? Well, one last thing. Hannah, remind oh. everyone again where we can find you. Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at little bit of Disney underscore. And again, I did save all of my stories as highlights. If you want to go rewatch them, um, it was a blast. Let's plan a Disney cruise for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you come with us. And of course, we'll have the, the link down to fill out that free quote on Hannah's website in the show notes below. So get over there that out if you enjoyed this episode we'd love if you would leave us an itunes review it's absolutely the best way to help us grow and to help apple Podcasts know to push this podcast to other disney fans like you and me so we thank you guys so much for listening we will be back on thursday for one last episode before the 50th anniversary starts on friday so hope you can join us for that we'll chat with you real soon Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. 
Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.